0: button rap coming up or something you can never trust ryan to not just start rapping at the drop of a hat this is one thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's all like it's all like 90s and 2000s rap it's not i don't know any current rap
0: it's true you did stop like caring about music when you turned like what what would it be like 30 like after you turned 30 you just stopped investing in new music you're like no i'm well, good that's,
1: that, i mean like i know a little bit just because of my kids Mm-hmm. but like I, I hear the stuff they listen to and I'm like, this is trash.
0: You know what? I'm here. I'm trying to, you know, make fun of you here, have some fun, but I agree with you. 1 million thousand billion percent. The new music today is just hard to listen to.
1: Well, And, and some of the, like s- there's some like pop music that I can, I can do, but most of it is like, like the, like the rap. like, I don't know. I just don't think the rap does it like it used to. Like, the old school, like you know, like the Super Bowl halftime show, like that's mm-hmm. for me.
0: Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I mean, uh, Eminem, they got Eminem right for you this yeah, year,
1: and they got Dre and and I think Snoop and like the Death Row guys.
0: Like, nice. It's awesome. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm trying There's to. There's all kind uh,
1: of people. I don't. I don't remember who I was on it.
0: I was. I mean. I saw it. Yeah, Snoop, because I saw a betting line of they were there's a there's betting odds if Snoop is going to smoke weed during the halftime (laughs) performance. Yeah. Yeah, Which I mean, I'm taking those odds for sure. Like, I mean, I,
1: I mean, the over under on that is how many, how many joints he's going to smoke during the 15 minute.
0: Exactly. I mean, I think there's a pretty good Um, chance there's going to be that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, weigh in day is here, bro. Feels kind of like Christmas morning, doesn't it? Like a little bit. It does. I mean,
1: I don't know. You pr- prep, you put, we put, we put so much work into this and the fighters put their camps into this. And, and then, like, it's
0: here. Like, it all comes to a, a head. very you know, soon. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't surprise me at this point because this is now. My second event as GM, so I've I've been around that environment, and we were, you know, preparing for December as well. So I felt that lead up mostly, and it just still amazes me how much there is to do. (laughs) Like like you would think that would get normal, and maybe it does. Maybe when I get like this is your twelfth event, I guess. Like maybe for you it feels more normal, but for me, it's still like an absurd amount of things that need to get done. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess.
1: So I here's the, the thing about that is, I think if you just want to be average, like there's not as many things to do. But when you're always trying to get better and like, grow and like, reach new people and stuff like, right. the, like, you're always trying to figure out ways to grow and give new opportunities to the fighters and build up the, like you're, we're. I mean, and you see that. And I think that like, I think you can sit and be um, content and just kind of like, you know, float, float by, yeah. but I, I'm, that's not me. And, and I think uh, I, I don't want to be average. I want to, I want to excel. And, and that's what I stress to my kids. Like as a dad, like, when I see, I don't care about seeing my kid lose. I don't care about, like, that's fine. When I see uh, someone that's not giving everything they have, when they do, when you do so, I said, don't do something if you're not going to put everything you have into it. Sure. I mean, that's really what, um, you know, that's just what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's hard to handle. And I'm, I mean, thankfully, we are pretty. Blessed, I would say with the fighters, especially the local fighters, like the guys that fight locally are here to put on a show for sure. Like they're not, they're not half in the coaches here are very, very good. You know, they prepare their guys amazingly. And whenever a coach signs off on his guy to step into our cage, you can count on that guy being prepared and ready to roll and professional all the way through. So that's something that i think we're very very fortunate with here in pittsburgh and you know we've talked about on the podcast before written blog posts about it and everything but our scene is strong right now man and it's only only getting stronger and i definitely think bit b10 here is going to be another step in that direction of showing the evolution of pittsburgh mma so it's definitely definitely exciting man super exciting um you know, we've we've had
1: our weigh-ins the last couple shows um, start a lot earlier than we're used to. Our weigh-ins are usually starting. Caden, I, Caden, this is live podcasting. and This is what we will do for you.
0: Live podcasting in twenty twenty two. He he had a he had a nice shirt on though. I'll say he had the two four seven shirt rocking.
1: Yeah, he's about to get knocked out is what's going to happen here.
0: Dang, knockout of the night sealed. He does not need to be on my on my computer to be on school. He has an oh, iPad yeah. for that. So That's fun. Get the iPad, Caden. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's a good interruption. For some reason, I don't think the stream is live on Facebook. Restream is telling us that it is everything looks good on our end everything's all connected I see it on YouTube and Twitter but it doesn't look like it's on Facebook so that's very strange um, do we need me to try to get to- get it on I don't think yeah it's all connected everything's I don't know this live this live podcast is is a is a cluster so far we've got kids showing up we got problems connecting to Facebook apparently I don't know but if you guys are here and obviously we're gonna post this once it's done. We are just hours away from weigh ins for Braunberg the Berg Ten. Happening tonight, you started to say it, but they're a little later than usual at five thirty PM tonight. So fighters got a little more time to cut weight than usual, which could be good or bad. If they're on weight already, obviously that's bad because now they gotta be miserable a little longer. But if they need time to cut that weight, you know, they got a little extra time this time. So Yeah. yeah I
1: think in general but they like the earlier um weigh ins. Um you know, we don't get the weigh-in time from the commission until like usually it's like a week a week in advance, and um, this time it was a couple. It was like we found out I think on a Monday. Yeah, and so um, yeah, it's 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 excellent though um, that you know this snow that Armageddon came through, and <laughs> it's not not all it's cracked up to be. We have a little bit of bad weather to deal with this morning and you know it's not really the end of the world but you know
0: yeah nothing too crazy at least um i do want to point out for for everybody like we obviously have fighters coming in from out of town and that creates some problems with the travel for sure like you were just talking about the snow and ice that we got but Shout out to Carolina Kickboxing Academy, Jeremiah Scott. We got to talk about this a little bit. Jeremiah Scott in our main event facing Kama Worthy. And his crew had coming up from Myrtle Beach, I think is where they're from, South Carolina at any rate, and flew into Baltimore. And then their connection from Baltimore to Pittsburgh got canceled. So they were stranded in Baltimore. And, you know, a lot of of fighters – could have just packed it up right then and been like, yeah, guys, we can't make it. Sorry. Like our flight got canceled. And honestly, that's a pretty good excuse. Like, I mean, flight getting canceled. Yeah, that that is what it is, but they did the right thing. They got a rental car. They loaded six dudes into a rental car and drove from Baltimore to Pittsburgh, man. They were crammed in like sardines. So <laughs> shout out to them. Jeremiah sent me a picture, sent us a picture and showed them all crammed in. They were, they were having fun with it though. I saw some videos of them, Singing in the car, like Step Brothers, the the sweet child of mine, Step Brothers version. Um, it they seem ready to roll, man. I like these guys already. This is our this is at least my first experience with Jeremiah and his team. But I love everything from those guys so far. The thing I love the most that does not happen was we didn't have to bug them for updates. They were doing the right thing and updating us every time something went wrong, and it was never like. Hey, like It was never panicky. Like they it, they kept such a level head throughout the whole thing. They're like, "Hey, guys, just letting you know, flight got canceled, but we got it under control. Nothing to worry about." And then as soon as they got to Monroeville, they were like, "Just letting you know, we made it to Monroeville. We're checked into the hotel. We're good." It it was awesome, man. Like that that was just a cool experience for me. And that's like Jeremiah's a pro fighter. He's had fourteen pro fights, numerous boxing Muay Thai fights. Like that's how that kind of fighter should be. Like clearly, this is a guy that's done it before. He's done the dance. He knows what he's doing. He's going to be ready to roll, man. So that that was just all good news from from him and his team.
1: Yeah, people that um, you know you work with that make your life easier are such a such a pleasure. Um, that that we're not we we're, we weren't chasing them down like you know, and not having to worry about it. Like there are so many guys that like it seems like you get them booked for a fight and they. You know, any any obstacle, like they're not climbing it. If something right. happens, they're pulling out. Like if so, like and, and you just get to a point where it, it's frustrating, right? Yeah. But then you got a guy like Jeremiah that reinstills the the faith you have in, in everyone that like they're gonna do everything they can. There's not an obstacle that they won't climb. Like they're 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 all in. And and yep. it just makes it just makes, you know, our lives you know, the fact that he You know, did everything he could to uh, to get here instead of like getting an obstacle and saying, hey, man, I I tried.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's whatever you want to call a cliche, whatever. But like if you want something to happen badly enough, you'll make it happen. And that's these fighters that like we're talking about, Jeremiah, guys like that, that will literally take any hurdle on like i feel like anything could have happened on that trip but jeremiah and his team was getting to pittsburgh in time for weigh-ins and in time for the fight like that's just at the end of the day that's all it is and man from the jump we got the feeling from jeremiah and his team that like they really really wanted this fight with Kama. like it was very obvious that they wanted this fight with Kama. so this just goes another step in that direction to prove exactly how badly they want it. So they're well, in it's, it's a, it's an absolutely
1: immense opportunity for him. It's a great opportunity for like the fight works for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and what a blessing it is for the fans, for MMA fans in Pittsburgh, like oh, we get, dude. we get a common worthy fight before, you know, back at home before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So uh, when when we didn't think that that would have we'd ever get to see him live again. Like, guess what? Here's a little treat. Enjoy it. Get out to see it, because this is probably I mean, for all intents and persons, this is probably the last time Kama's going to fight locally unless like a big show comes through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy to think of, man. And like you said, it's an honor to have that fight and have our first show of 2022 feature that fight at the top. I mean, that's freaking huge. So I have a hype video here that we made for Kama versus Jeremiah. Um, Obviously, I'm sure you guys have seen Kama fight before. But if you haven't seen Jeremiah fight, there's a little clip of him here in a boxing that I think you're going to want to see to kind of get a feel for what kind of fighter he is as well. So we're going to roll this. It's about 37 seconds, I think, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. Dude,
1: I I like it. You make these little videos and you don't even tell me, bro.
0: <laughs> I always got surprises, you know what I mean? We're always here to always here to keep things fresh for you at two four seven fighting championships. So Dude. man, that that was it. I was, you know, looking for some of Jeremiah's fights on YouTube and found that boxing match. And that that was there's actually a really good kind of grudge match story behind that. You'll find a lot of videos of them, those two guys in each other's face. Like Jeremiah was clearly the out-of-town fighter he was getting booed in the in the uh introductions and everything the crowd hated jeremiah that fight and he embraced every second of it so he's no stranger is what i'm getting at like i'm expecting the same tomorrow night for him because obviously you're coming into Kama worthy's home and fighting comma worthy in pittsburgh people aren't gonna like you but clearly he he thrives and enjoys that situation so just seeing that made me i was already super excited for this fight obviously but it made me that much more excited
1: well, as much as they may not like him, I can guarantee you those that, um, you know, know what he went through to, to get here, they can certainly appreciate him. Uh, whether they like him or not, they can boo him all he wants. But, um, you know, it's it's we're, we're thrilled to have him. Exciting, exciting, exciting main event. Can't wait. Oh, I'm stoked, man.
0: Dude, the main event is just – It really is an amazing main event. And like, like I said, the more you dig into Jeremiah, the more you actually watch his fights and see what he's all about, the more I'm just convinced that's an absolute barn burner waiting to happen. I mean, this dude's really good everywhere the fight goes. I know it's I mean, comma's kind of got the same thing going on, I guess, where you you look at Jeremiah's record eight and six, and it's like, okay, eight and six, like, that's pretty good. But you know, you're not 22 and one or whatever crazy. But like you dig into those losses and they're really good losses and the wins are really good wins. So it's just like Kama, like when he wins, he wins definitively and just straight up outclasses guys. So it's going to be a great matchup, I think, between two guys that are on that level. And and like you said earlier, like this is Jeremiah's chance, man. And he and his team definitely recognize that. If he goes in there and wipes out Kama Worthy in Pittsburgh, his name is 100% on the national map, which is what he's looking to do. So there's high stakes all around in that one.
1: Well, what, what comma, um,
0: everyone's
1: got their 247 shirt on in their house. Uh, I got my Josh Friend shirt on. Josh Friend fighting Sunday night. Um, the thing with, with, uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. The kids run, wandering around, running around the house. It happens. uh, Driving me crazy.
0: I mean, you know, we could talk this whole podcast about and Jeremiah for sure, but I want to give some shine to a fight that maybe has flown under the radar a little bit for various reasons. Yeah, but Justin Patton versus Josh Armstrong, man. Two pro bantamweights looking to get back on track. They both lost their pro debuts, but you look at these guys and they're extremely, extremely similar in that as amateurs, they only fought the best of the best guy. Like, they've only always taken hard fights, which – we've talked about before and as you know as a promoter but like for people maybe just getting into the amateur scene and early pro scene that's everything like quality of opposition matters so much more than your amateur record and i i really can't stress that enough like taking losses as an amateur is not the end of the world by any means like a lot of fight you look at the best fighters in the world and they have losses as an amateur like it happens
1: dude what was that thing you screenshotted me about from from Josh's coach, remember he said something about like pittsburgh promotions don't even pretend like they're not bringing him in to lose like yeah like we that was that was news to us like I don't know I think some guys like being the underdog and yeah, but we we literally like love this matchup I think it's gonna be one of the fights of the night it could it's a sleeper for fight of the night for sure. I think this is. Oh, yeah flown under the under the radar because it's sandwiched between comma worthy and like one of the elite amateur bouts that around like this is the highest level of 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 amateurs that you're going to ever ever have
0: yeah i mean literally if you put if you just say like go into Tapology, look at the rankings whatever and then put up a matchup that you want at your event like you could reasonably pick this fight like sure like this is a dream matchup this is absolutely a dream matchup yeah
1: yeah and so it's kind of flown under the radar but this is these two guys are going to um i'm talking as far as Patton, yeah and armstrong go i this is Definitely potential for a fight tonight. But I, I'm going to sound like a broken record as we talk about these fights because a lot of them, <laughs> they're they're all great close bouts.
0: Yeah, they're killer matchups, man. I think you talk about Cam versus Hunter, and my favorite kind of fun fact of this is that Cam beat Justin Patton as an amateur, and Hunter Starner beat Josh Armstrong as an amateur. So it's kind of funny that these two guys, Cam and Hunter, fighting for the belt – each have wins over the guys in the next fight, that pro weight fight between Justin and Josh. But just it just strengthens my point that I was making earlier about how Justin and Josh are only fighting the best of the best as amateurs. Mm-hmm. Like now we've we've got it. Like Cam and Hunter went on, you know, both undefeated, both racking up titles everywhere. This fight's for a title. Like Cam and Hunter are unquestionably two of the best bantamweights in the nation. And like this is just like like we said, it's a dream amateur matchup. I think this is even the guy that loses this fight is still going to have an incredibly successful career and the guy who wins it will be you know fast track to the next level for sure probably want to go pro and then probably move on to Bellator UFC whatever shortly after that because that's just the talent level of that fight it they're too good to not make it to that level you know
1: yeah i i don't know what i, I don't know that cam has like immediate plans of going pro so Um, but I mean, whatever he decides we're, we're on board with, I think he, he definitely, um, I I mean, it's just so advantageous to get different looks, different experiences as as an amateur, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, either way, like we're fine with their team. Their team is taking good care of him and looking out for his best interest at Gorilla House as they always do. So they'll guide him the right way. And it'll be, you know, obviously his decision as well, but Mm -hmm. I mean, whether he's six and one or seven and zero oh, after this fight, he's ready to be a pro. It's just a matter of yeah. is it the right time for him?
0: Yep, absolutely. And, and I think that's that's crucial too. What you talk about with Gorilla House because they're just doing things the right way for not only his career but their whole roster's career. You know, they don't make hasty decisions. They don't throw their fighters into fights that they shouldn't be taking things like that. So. That's only going to strengthen Cam's career wherever it does go from here, like you said. But then the same can be said for Hunter Starner and his team there at Renegade Combat Sports Club. Like We don't know them as well, obviously, as Gorilla House. But this first experience with them through this fight from the second they accepted this bout till today, when they let us know, once again, they messaged us and said, Hunter's on weight. We're here. We're ready to go. Like Everything's good. They didn't have to send that message, but that's just the way that they've gone above and beyond to put our minds at ease because clearly they've done the dance before, man. Like we said, there's, there's a lot for us to stress out about right now. We're both pretty stressed right now, mm-hmm. even though we look calm and collected, you know, there's a lot of stress happening right now. So it's yeah, nice. until, yeah. until
1: that first bell, I, I'm like, I don't not stress. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. not like it used to be. I, my first couple shows, man, whew, whew, I was a, Brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. And that's probably the, the levels of stress that you're going through now or, or sure. some, to some degree of that. But um, once you start going through it and, you know, just accept that, like, the week leading into the fight is just like, it's it's grueling. Yeah,
0: yeah. so I just um, want to point out – yeah, go ahead, dude. Go ahead, yeah, you're, you're good. Yeah, I was just going to say for people watching the pay-per-view, obviously – or watching the pay-per-view, watching this live stream podcast, we are obviously talking about Braun the 10. It's going down tomorrow, Saturday, February 5th, at the Monroeville Convention Center. Tickets are on sale right now at 247fighting.com, man. Ticket sales have been awesome. Like, that just – makes me that much more excited because the Monroeville Convention Center is gonna be hopping, man. That's a guarantee. But if you guys cannot make it to Monroeville for whatever reason, we do encourage you to order the pay per view. You can kick up at home, crack a beer, get some popcorn, watch it at home on your TV, on your computer, whatever. Yeah, it's it's a good That's time
1: especially looking. that really what the pay per view is is essentially for is the the, the, the out-of-town fighters whose family right. and friends can't travel with them. There's no experience like being at a local MMA show. There's just one just 100%. 100%. And,
0: and,
1: and you don't, like, this environment, this crowd is going to be amazing. It's going to be phenomenal. I, I think it's going to be our best crowd that we've ever had. And I don't know, like, if you've never been to one of our shows, you won't have anything to compare it to. But if you have... If you've been to some of our shows, like they're amazing crowds. We have great fans, and it's a great atmosphere. And I think this is going to top everything we've ever done. So super yeah. stoked about that!
0: Yeah, we just wrote about it, but like this isn't promoter speak when we say stuff like that. I know it sounds like promoter speak. It sounds like it might just be some hype or whatever, but when I had John Anik on the podcast, we talked about local MMA and how it does just kind of hit different as the kids say. And he wholeheartedly agreed. I mean, he, he said the same thing that we, we got the video and the clip of it and everything. If you want to go watch it on our site, but John just reiterated that fact, like, man, I've, you know, John Anik has commentated the biggest fights in the world, all over the world for a decade now with the UFC. And he was like, whenever I still get like, he'll still get out to a local MMA show once in a while. He's like, when I do that, it just routinely amazes me of the energy in that building because you think 20,000 people versus 1000 people, it can't possibly compare, but it's like the most passionate 1000 people on earth. It's friends, it's family, it's girlfriends, it's wives. It's all these people who are personally invested in that fighter in a way that, you know, I'm a Steelers fan. I, I don't, I, I don't know Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know the team. I'm not invested on that level. You're you're but, not Cody Sable, right? I'm not Cody Sable. I'm not that famous like Cody Sable <laughs> to be friends with these guys. I'm not texting T.J. Watt right now, asking him how he's enjoying this ice storm.
1: <laughs> Although, I mean, if you need his number,
0: I can. Well, oh nice, oh, nice. I do know. Look.
1: I do know Cody.
0: Look at this guy flexing. Cody's pretty cool, man. Cody Cody Dude, you already, that
1: you that already out. pulled the uh the Anna card. Like I mean,
0: come on. That's true. That's true. See, we all we all got our connections here, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, the <laughs> the point is I love that we just got off track just rambling about how cool we are. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: I, I don't think I'm cool. I just think there's some people that I know that are cool.
0: That's very accurate, actually. Very humble of you. But yeah, man the the events it's going to be sick and and like we started there before we got completely off track. Like like if you've never been to a local MMA show, you you kind of owe it to yourself. I've been saying, and this is to be one hundred percent fair. I've said this from the first local MMA show I went to before I was affiliated with two four seven at all. Like I've felt this way about local MMA from the first show I ever went to, which was an NAAFS show in West Virginia. So it's it oh they it's did special. shows
1: in West Virginia
0: yeah. I they thought sure they did. were Ohio. Just Ohio. They are. They're primarily Ohio, but they came to Morgantown once. Ah, Maybe more than once. I don't know. But when I was in college, I covered NAAFS and uh, what was the other? Simon's Promotions. It was like two brothers, John and Greg Simons. I, man, that's – your brain is sad. Like, man, I used to be close with those guys, and now I can't remember their names. That's not a good –
1: you're like old, bro.
0: That uh, happens. College was like ten years ago, man. That's hard to believe now. What in the world? Dude, Been wait, a lot. Of- you
1: turn, but my, my biggest like the age that I turned that I realized I was old. Like it, it's not one of those milestones. It it was thirty six mm. is when I said, "Wow, I'm old." Because what happened was I was I was looking at like I love football and particularly like college football and. I was looking at like recruits and I was Mm -hmm. looking at their birth year when I, when I was 36 and there's Mm -hmm. kids getting recruited that were born the year I graduated high school. And I'm like, Oh man, am I old? That's
0: rough. That's rough. You know what else makes you feel old? Whenever you look at Craig Perry's uh, date of birth on his fighter information form and it's like, Craig Perry was born in like 2001 or something, 2002, maybe even. And it's like, what? How is that even possible? Like we got a guy fighting that was born after the new millennium. Like that literally doesn't make sense to me. But here we are.
1: So is are you getting all these crazy messages?
0: I got a like Russian bot message, if that's what you're talking about. No, Oh, that's a preview. Never mind. Okay. Okay. What happened? I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know. I want to know I'm, what happened.
1: I'm, well, on the side of my screen where it says like where it, where it had like where you got rid of that bot thing. Yeah, yeah. It now says, "Look like your embed link is invalid." Like I don't know.
0: Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that.
1: And then yeah, re- restreams setting button, settings button, restreams awesome, but like
0: yeah, uh, we've had a we've had a couple hiccups with it that are not awesome, so. We're uh we're working through it here with you guys live in real time. You got to see kids show up. You get to see a Russian bot make a comment. We're well, you
1: know we're if it wasn't for the it. weather, we would have been at the at the convention yeah, center right this
0: morning. Yep, that was the original plan. Yeah, and we did. We definitely wanted to do that, but it just it wasn't going to make sense, unfortunately. Like like you yeah, said, with I mean, the weather.
1: We're letting the roads clear a little bit. Plus, I got to pick something up. Yeah, we got all kind of stuff to do.
0: I mean, we really want to be there for sure, but we also don't want to die driving. So it's a it's a delicate balance. Like, do you wanna be there and do a live podcast or do you wanna die in a car accident? So You know I mean,
1: who I'm excited to see today?
0: Hang on. I d to... uh yeah 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 yeah. Edwin Vera. All right, let's uh man, I should have got an Edwin Vera I... clip ready.
1: Did you um did you has that like the Craig Perry thing been up for a while? Or yeah, it has been.
0: Up? No, yeah. it's been there. When I when I, I talked just... about how young he is, so like
1: <laughs> I like I he's just a dude that I look at I, like just he's just like a fun to be around, just to talk to like like Edwin Vera.
0: Yeah, I mean he's it's hard to explain unless you've been around him. I'll say that because even as even as entertaining as he is on social media and online and everything he he's way different in person like it's it's even so much better in person so yeah, yeah he is a guy that you just you got to meet him like you got to be around everybody deserves to be around edwin vera once in a while like you'll just smile the entire time and you'll just feel good yes. about life <laughs> like that's it
1: like even even when i think about him it just makes me smile cuz he's awesome yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's so bubbly. He's so energetic. And then when it's fight time, he dude flips that switch, man. He's as much of a dog as anybody on this card. Like he's that, he's that, he's dude, that emotional dude. emotional
1: fighter. He's that yep. emotional guy. That's like, you know, uh, and sometimes, and like, I think he's going to learn like, Hey, like, you know, I don't always have to be offensive. I can like protect myself too. Like, and that's a mm-hmm. part of growing in the sport is like, knowing when to turn it on and when to uh, protect yourself. So I, I think he's becoming a much f- smarter fighter. And I think he's looking forward to uh, showcasing himself tomorrow. If, if, if you guys don't know, like, I know there's a ton of people. He's from the Bronx, so he's not a, like a native Pittsburgher, but, um, but he like everyone just like flocks to Edwin. He's that guy.
0: He really is. And you mentioned how he's becoming a smarter fighter for sure. And on that note, I just want to point out, like, again, for people who aren't who aren't familiar with him, he's got the right guys in his corner, like Isaac Greeley at the Matt Factory. That whole Matt Factory crew is amazing. You know, we gush about them. It seems like we always end up gushing about the Matt Factory during a podcast at some point. And then Edwin is also working with Richie Canolina at Sanctuary Boxing Club now for just straight up boxing, getting his hands sharp. Working a lot on defense as well, like you said. So, he's making well, the right Richie, – Richie
1: used to be the boxing coach at the Matt Factory.
0: Right, right. And
1: they worked together then. And then Richie opened his own gym and uh, his own boxing gym, which is awesome. And,
0: um, and, and was so, just saying, now at they're next working level. together again. Right. So, the, it's awesome. Like, it's cool to see guys take those steps, take losses. Like, Edwin is coming off losses. But – like you said, he's always in the fight. He's always bringing the fight. He's looking to bounce back in a big way and he's taking the right steps. A lot of guys, you mentioned it in your last blog post, Ryan, but like people would be amazed at the amount of people who take one fight and then quit and realize it's not for them. Like Edwin didn't take losses and realize it wasn't for him. He took losses and realized it is for him and had to make changes to get there. Like it's a completely different mindset, but it's awesome to see.
1: Yeah. I mean, the mindset is like, I love this and now I need now I have like things to work on right Um, and and it's awesome seeing him you know just evolve I mean he's a fun guy to begin with but then when you see him mature in his fighting and mature in his preparation and all those things like it's not Mm -hmm. a game to him it's not just a a competition it's like this is this is what I do right and uh and it's just you know Watching a kid grow in the sport like him and Cam. I mean, Edwin's awesome. only has never taken a fight outside of 247. So we've literally seen every round, every moment yep. of his fight career and what he's done. And, and, he, and, and you remember, uh, he texted me after the last fight. It was a loss. Mm-hmm. And he said, I love these fights. Keep giving me hard opponents. That's what I want. And yeah. He literally texted me that. And, and guess what?
0: <laughs> you got another, got for you. Yeah, another guy who's for the finish at all times, super powerful, great finishing instincts. I mean, these are dangerous fights and those are the ones Edwin wants, but I'm going to share a secret about Edwin that I don't think we've talked about yet. The one downside of Edwin Vera, like it has to be said, he's made one critical mistake with two, four, seven, and I'm about to spill the beans on it. <laughs> and that, that is that he didn't let us make him a shirt for this fight. <laughs> well,
1: actually, he did.
0: Okay, he did. Yeah, that's even better. You're right. He, yeah. we, he- we made him a shirt, and that shirt was freaking awesome. I'm and Really then, awesome. And then he said he didn't want the shirt anymore. So I, I just had to flip over to the 247 shop so you can see some examples of the shirts that we have made. Evan DeLong on the card, Cam Allgaier on the card, Mole Rat that shirt's awesome (laughs) ethan goss julian flannery on the card craig perry on the card so we got a lot of a lot of people on the card we got their stuff made got their shirts for sale at 247 fighting.com slash shop and man that the edwin vera shirt was so good dude it was that dude looks like you in that polo oh he kind of does is that me Hair, you should you short. should
1: pull up the Edwin Barris shirt.
0: Yeah, you, uh, yeah. I'll stop sharing my screen. I'm. I bet I can find it somewhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's because it's awesome. Or, or do we actually get a shirt like uploaded, or do we just have the, the the
0: logo? I think we just have the proof of of what it was. Oh, Christina look put it
1: like. put it put it on a shirt, right? Did she? I think when she sent. It, I don't know. I, I don't I think know. When she sent Hang on. It.
0: I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna yeah. find it. This this can That's be done definitely.
1: I mean, we got to just give him a little glimpse until Edwin, you know, yeah, wants it, to release release the dogs.
0: Absolutely, it's a little it's a little blurry this picture because this was just kind of a a comp mock up that our graphic designer sent. But wait, to you guys, this oh, is that sick. was a
1: picture of her screen, huh? Look at that. Yeah. Look at that.
0: Yeah. Look what you missed out on, Edwin. Okay, you have to take it off.
1: People are going to screenshot it and print it on their own shirts now. Oh, no, no, no. That was
0: a (laughs) – yeah. (laughs) If they print that off as blurry as it is and whatnot, they they can have that.
1: Dude, uh, every time we have Christina do a shirt, like, I think, okay, like, there's not going to be a better shirt than this. And then she just comes back with something ridiculous.
0: Better. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what's amazing to me is like working with a graphic designer like that, like I for sure, like I dabble in graphics. I would never say that I do graphic design or I'm a graphic designer, but like I, I understand at least a little bit what goes into it. Christina is like so advanced that it's just weird. it's almost weird to work with. Like you mentioned it before to me how she can like read our minds like we give her the most random direction that sounds like there's no way like she's not going to understand what this means but i don't know how else to say it and then she comes back and it's like perfect i
1: i can't explain what i'm saying so we're gonna really have to like go back and forth on this and then you like explain it really terribly and then she hits a home run with it for your (laughs) explanation
0: Yeah, the Edwin Vera, I literally said I want it to have a comic book feel. That's all I told her, and that was the shirt that she came back with. I'm like, dude, like that is so perfect. That is beyond yeah. like you nailed everything about it. It's perfect. She's
1: li- she's the best in the business. It's Onyx um O N Y X design. I think we're Facebook friends with her. She's phenomenal. If anyone if you're looking for any graphic design work like hit her up she's amazing she will get it to you fast and she's she's phenomenal
0: yeah yeah we're definitely lucky to have her i think her logo is on the canvas right in the it canvas. is yep, yep yeah yeah so people coming to Monrovia are a, watching
1: it's yeah, on the drive go. if you're looking to share your screen
0: yeah that's what i was trying to find i couldn't it's I on couldn't find um it. yeah i don't know it's on it's sorry. all right sponsor logos okay well we'll yeah. we'll keep talking and I'll find it while we're chatting away no, so this is
1: what people were listening for they're listening to have silences while you're looking for something
0: <laughs> that's what honestly that's what I've heard I just watched a uh, YouTube tutorial it was how to make your podcast better and that's what they said that was the number one yeah, way that is long I mean, long pauses yeah <laughs> like long
1: awkward like <laughs> terrible I'm doing pauses. something else pauses that's what yeah want. Well, the funny yeah. thing is, we were just like when we were talking to Kavanaugh last night. Um, Ryan Kavanaugh is uh, one of our play by play announcer, and he joined the team recently, and he's phenomenal. We were on a call with him last night on a Zoom call, and um, we were talking about like the like broadcast and how we we all agree like there's appropriate time for nice long pauses and it actually adds to and and Jim commented like I've had experiences where I'm watching UFC fight and there'll be a nice long pause and it'll be like it, it it adds to the 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 drama and the effect of the show and the effectiveness of the commentary. So Yep. But
0: on podcasts that's a little bit of a different story. Exactly. There is a beauty to a pause. Like you were saying, like there's something about letting a moment breathe and speak for itself sometimes. And I think that, like you said, it doesn't really work on a podcast obviously, but when you're watching live action, there's something about just letting that moment happen and letting Mm -hmm. everybody experience it exactly as it is That's special. So it's, it's really cool having Ryan part of the team now, a seasoned guy who really understands things like that. He was kind of walking us through last night the way that kind of a production team will talk to commentators during a football game, during whatever kind of event, like a real polished, high level production team, the way that works. And it's really cool to learn that stuff, man. Like you kind of think if you do commentary, if somebody asked me to do commentary, you know, I would just read the notes about the fighters and then just kind of try to talk like we are right now. Like not really know what I'm doing, but just try to make it fun and entertaining, whatever but Ryan like understands the intricacies of this works because this do this now, do this now, don't talk now. Like it's kind of amazing actually how much there is that goes into it. Yeah.
1: It, he's, he's a really, um, a really cool guy to have on the team. I'm super stoked. And he's, he's like, he's like Mr. 247. He's like talking to people randomly in random places talking about how awesome 247 is you a, know? And like, yeah, it's, we just, appreciate- it's just cool that he's like he's immediately like a part of what we're doing and he's fully on board and like loves the things that we do and you know wants to he's creative so he's giving us ideas and I just like give that to you and say make that happen and
0: yeah. You know, but we love that, man. That's kind of to bring it full circle in a way. When we were talking about Jeremiah Scott and like, if you really want this fight, you'll make it happen. Like if a fighter really wants to fight, he'll do whatever it takes. That's that's how 247 has to be too. Like if we want to get where we're going, we have to be all in like that. Like at the slightest hurdle, we can't just be like, oh, well, can't figure that out. I guess it's not happening. Like, no, there's a solution for pretty much any challenge that we'll face. And, and we're willing to work for that. I mean, it, it's funny, like even fighters paperwork, like, man, we're, we're constantly going through hurdles with that to get fights to actually happen. And the things that we have to do sometimes for sure, not the majority of the time or anything like that. But once in a while, like, if you really want the fight to happen, you'll do whatever it takes. And like, that's just where we're at right now. So no, that's, that's how with, it is.
1: That's with life. Like, yep. I mean, you hear guys like Chael Sonnen, like he always said, like, I signed the contract. I'm going to be there. Like, yes, if, unless my head's chopped off, like, I'll deal with whatever I have to deal with, and I'm going to be there. And that's the way Jeremiah Scott was. and So he's an yep. asset. Having him on your card is an asset. Um, and that's how that's viewed. And people that find reasons to, you know, drop off of a card, they're, they are far less attractive than – you know, and those opportunities aren't going to be the same for that person than there will be for, you know, your guy like Jeremiah Scott, and we had a lot of guys like that on here in Pittsburgh. Um, yep, and so we're extremely blessed, um, blessed with that.
0: I think it's crazy, man. I've learned I've learned so much in such a short period of time, for sure. Of how even though you think amateur MMA, you know, at least I did. I'll say before before I saw behind the scenes it feels like I could fight in an amateur MMA fight. Not that I would be competitive, but that all you got to do is tell the promoter you want to fight and then show up, weigh in, whatever. Like there's so much, it's pretty professional, even at the amateur level, like the amount of paperwork, the amount of things that you need to do to make sure everything's in line, to do it right. I'll say at least, to do it the way we want things done. And we expect things to be done. Do you remember, it's Gavin? Do you yeah. remember Gavin? Yeah. When,
1: so Gavin Teasdale is debuting on the, on this card. He's a, Extremely high level wrestler, you know, won the state title in PA for four years in a row. Um, he, he said to us, I i had no idea how much
0: paperwork and stuff I was gonna have to do to fight. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I, that's exactly how I felt. Like, even at the debuting amateur, Gavin, that's literally a perfect example debuting amateur you just think like i'll just tell the promoter i want to fight and then i'll weigh in and then i'll fight the next day like that's all there is to it. it's like no it's it's pretty dang professional right from the jump like the amount of things and what it does i mean obviously the commission wants to make sure that everybody is healthy and capable and you know all that of course but what it also does is separate what we've been talking about do you really want to fight because If you don't really want to fight, you're not going to get the stuff done, and you can let that be your hurdle, and then that can be the hurdle that prevents you from stepping in the cage. But if you do really want to fight, you get it done.
1: Well, and that's that was the amazing thing about the whole Macri fight. Uh, Oh yeah, true. What was that, Frohberg Nine? He did like his opponent, um, Michelangelo Turner, did all of the (laughs) crazy things we're just talking about to like doesn't make sense. When someone does all that, like they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And then this actually was a time where they weren't like he just disappeared. We still don't Dude, know what happened.
0: All that plus the long swab, the COVID swab up the nose for him and his cornerman. Like, and they passed, they didn't have COVID. Like, I don't, I, I that was a baffling. Like you said, to this day, I don't know what happened there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Maybe it was the Man. COVID test because I, I heard he got a – I don't know. I Who knows?
0: He got a – he did. He legitimately did get a nosebleed from the COVID test. Like I know that for sure because but would you he talked to me about it. Would you
1: train for a fight, do all the paperwork necessary, and then because your nose bled like not fight? Like I don't know. It's just
0: Zero, crazy. Yeah, 0% chance because, I mean, you kind of accept a nosebleed as a possibility when you take a MMA fight, right? <laughs> I mean, I would
1: think that would definitely be within the realm of possibility, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, man. It it was bizarre. All I know is that this card for sure is shaping up amazingly, and I'm excited for the fighters we have on this one and the guys that want to get in that cage and have proven to us that they want to get in that cage. Man, I uh, I wanted to shout out too when we were talking about Carolina Kickboxing Academy. It would it wouldn't be fair to not also mention. Teixeira MMA and Fitness and Kenyon Moore coming in from Connecticut. Uh-huh. They had a rough they had a rough drive as well, man, but they were the same way, keeping us up to date every step of the way, you know, tagging us on their Instagram story and stuff. So Kenyon's traveling. Unfortunately, Glover Teixeira himself isn't here, but um, training partner and another coach who's in the UFC, Wellington Terman is with Kenyon and with that team. So Wellington was having a good time, has messaged us saying, you know, thank you for the opportunity, which is, it's always weird. Like a UFC fighter is thanking us for the opportunity. Like that, that's cool. Like he's at the highest level of the sport. He could say, you know, screw you Got Like I'm bigger than you. I'm already ahead of you guys, whatever. But he's like very thankful, very appreciative of what we're doing for Kenyon with this matchup. And, Kenyon versus Evan DeLong, so it's cool to have Tashera here as well, and and made it safely from Connecticut, so that's always good.
1: Yeah, and that's a barn burner fight, man. Both these guys are complete studs. Like we have all, all of these fights, it's like you know Kenyon Moore's two and zero, Evan DeLong's one and zero. They both have you know been dominating in their in their appearances. They both look highly seasoned. They don't look like young amateurs they look like wily veterans they look like guys yeah like when you look at their fights they look like guys that are ready for the pro ranks and and so when you put two guys like that together on like an amateur portion of the card like you get these great fights and here's the cool thing like i know there are like some pluses and minuses of amateur fighting and all that good stuff but one of the cool things i like is when you have these two minute rounds there's no, there's no like conserving energy.
0: Right. Right. Like, exactly. Like,
1: you're getting two, three, two minute rounds of action. These guys don't have a ton of time to wait around and wait for right moments and do it. Like they're coming, they're going to implement their game plan and they're going to take it to the other guy. And they're not, that they, you can't waste time at this level.
0: Yep. And they're so, sprints.
1: Yeah, so you see these guys, and it's not like a five-minute pro fight where there's three rounds or five rounds. Like you have six total minutes. That's one a little more than one pro round. Like you got to make things happen. You got to you. You don't have time to mess around. So the action level in these fights is absolutely phenomenal. Like you gotta you gotta be there and believe it. It's awesome and camera works. Pay per view works, but when you're there in person, nothing like it.
0: Yeah, I think it's always amazing whenever we switch from novice amateur to advanced amateur. And then even if it goes straight from novice amateur to like a pro fight, how much longer the rounds feel is kind of crazy. Like you can tell right away just watching the fight like, wow, this is different already. Like the two minutes that zips by even as a spectator like i can't imagine what it feels like for the fighters in there well like, and then and then
1: when you move to five minutes it literally oh, yeah like, like really like we're only
0: they're still going. in
1: <laughs> yeah they're still it's, going what it seems like forever after watching
0: amateur fights it's a really cool dynamic though i think it honestly helps the pacing of the show a lot like watching it you just it's kind of like I don't really know of, of a good analogy for it, but it's just like these little quick hitters that keep you intrigued, like like previews before you watch the movie. You know what I mean? Like they get you all excited and then the main event's here and it's five minutes. You're like, okay, now I'll settle in and like watch something for a long time. But it's like TikTok versus <laughs> YouTube or something, like these little quick hitters to start and then you got the main event. It's awesome, man. I think I think people will really enjoy that dynamic if they're just going to watch for the first time tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I, 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 it's a great card. We'd love to have as many people out. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Um, tickets are available. Um, they're selling what really well. I, I don't know if, if you've never been to Monroeville Convention Center, like it's way too big of a place for like regional MMA. Like it's just mm-hmm. an at like you could fit enough for a UFC fight almost in there. Like when the UFC comes to Pittsburgh, the amount of people that that go to a show at console could fit in the convention center.
0: Um, Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: So, you know, it's a huge space and um, you know, we, we have an atmosphere there that is awesome. And you know, it's a, it's a blast. It's an absolute blast. If you haven't been there in person, like you need to check it out. It's, it's, it's a good
0: time. It's really cool, man, that it's here. Weigh-ins are here today shows here tomorrow we've been thinking about this card for months literally Mm -hmm. obsessing over this card for months and it's finally here so for us it's super rewarding for the fighters and coaches it's super rewarding and for the fans it's going to be super rewarding like that's a guarantee what ryan's talking about that atmosphere at Monroeville, man there it's it's tight. Like I've been to a lot of different local MMA regional shows and two, four, seven just does it, does everything right, man. That's not just me saying this because obviously I work for them on the GM. I promise you, like I've it, seen a lot.
1: Responsible for it all now. <laughs> now it's like the most amazing. Now it's ever.
0: awesome. I, I was talking, I was talking mad smack on it before this though. Yeah. You should have heard me. <laughs>
1: well, you know, bad for the sport,
0: right? Yeah. It's very bad for the <laughs> sport. We are, we are, it's true. But, Guys, we it's legitimate a sick card. We're going to at weigh-ins. We're probably going to go live again, like live stream some face-offs and things like that for you guys to kind of see behind this behind the scenes at weigh-ins. And then we'll have pictures from weigh-ins ready, official weights. We'll keep you guys posted every step of the way. So stay tuned on our all of our social media accounts and everything: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter we're on YouTube now we're beefing up our YouTube presence. So it's just two, four, seven fighting, all those places and two, four, seven fighting championships on Instagram.
1: And check out Uh, the blog too, um, hunters. Yeah. 100% 100%. putting out articles and, and posting from, you know, we had, you know, KDKA was doing, did a feature and all that stuff. Like our blog on our website, just go to two, four, seven fighting.com. And on the top, you'll see blog and just click on that. There's a bunch of cool stuff about this show. If you, if you, want to say like is this interesting or not like there's a bunch of information there check it out like um the show has all the intrigue in the world I I I love it I love the fact that we have you know comma worthy on the headline we have a bunch of uh, great local fighters and um Gavin Teasdale making his debut and you know bringing a bunch of people together to to have a great time so
0: Absolutely. Here's the blog. Oh, there's that John Anik video. See, I wasn't lying. <laughs> that exists. BFF. Uh, yeah, dude, this. Come on. Yeah, that fight is I have, just sick. This, this is certainly good.
1: They could do a bodybuilding competition, too.
0: <laughs> for real. Two little two little muscle sharks, for sure. Yeah. I love it. Here's the Kama and Daisy video. That was really fun, man. I was there at the Academy when they were filming this, and Daisy did a great job, as you would expect from a seasoned reporter, but she had some fun with Kama, showing her a little combination on the bag and everything. So she... (laughs) i was joking like hey daisy maybe daisy jade's amateur debut for 247 is on the horizon man you never know yeah
1: but, pittsburgh today live is a show on k2k on uh, every morning at 9 a.m they did a feature on comma and this show and the academy and all that stuff so it's pretty cool um earlier in yep. the week so that's available on the blog as well
0: yep so yeah as you can see the podcasts obviously are on the blog as well we do little this donate tickets to a veteran just letting you guys know what's new with with us what you got to look forward to we're obviously going to produce a lot of content around every card you know when we have like for instance bitb 10 we kind of broke down basically every fight on this card several times several different ways 10 reasons you can't miss the event like Everything about it, guys. I mean, we're we're crazy stoked about this event, and we think that shows in the content we're creating for you guys. And it's definitely going to show on Fight Night. Like like I said, the two four seven puts a ton of care into the production, into the show. It's not just show up and have some fights in in, in your backyard. We want it to be a real awesome UFC level experience. And I know how crazy that sounds for regional MMA, especially if you've been to other regional MMA shows, but man, we, we do it right. There's a lot of work and time and stress that goes into it. So if you guys are there, thank you so much. If you're watching from pay-per-view, thank you so much, but the support you guys keep us going and you guys are going to help us get where we want to be too.
1: And and listen, you guys, like you might be watching this and you're like, "Ah, I don't know. Like if you have any questions, reach out to us, reach out to us on social media, email us at info at 247fighting.com we'll help you in any way possible love to get you connected if if you know you have questions you know it is an all ages show that's a frequently asked question like um, anyone two and under is free if, if you're a la- they'll be in your lap they won't have a seat um, of their own but they're Two and under is free. Uh, what are other frequently asked questions?
0: Um, yes, there's alcohol and food. Yes, there's alcohol and food. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. That's those are pretty much the frequently asked questions. Um, like event
1: style food. Like if, if you're looking for dinner, like you wanted to do before or after. Um, correct. Correct. You, you can get like it's like, like chicken strips and fries and stuff, but like you're mainly which, looking which for like, me.
0: I mean, for me, honestly, that's what I'm ordering anyway. When we go, no, yeah, wow, <laughs> I do, I do love food. But dude, tendy, come on, you know, tendy Tuesday hits different. What's just? Admit. I don't
1: even know what tendy. I don't get it. Don't, I don't understand it. You're too you old.
0: at all. <laughs> You're too old, Ryan. You don't get tendies. Ask Austin. I bet Austin understands tendy Tuesday.
1: <laughs> I don't eat chicken that doesn't come on a bone unless it's Chick Fil A.
0: Chick Fil A is good. I'll give you that. But I'll give you – Actually,
1: that, that place you talked about in this in the
0: south side, I got to go there. Yeah, yeah. What? Streets, on Carson? Streets no, on Carson?
1: No, 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 no. The, 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 place? The, the place you were like – You were like, I haven't tried this in – Like, it's been years and I haven't tried it yet. Like, there's something wrong with me. You. It's like a guy that doesn't mm-hmm. have a place he, like, works out. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh, no, dude, Troy Beck. Oh, dude, that was the best chicken I I've ever eaten, and that okay. like I'm not just saying that. It was the best chicken I've ever eaten. So for all Troy of Beck. you,
1: for all of you foodies, like let's do a little food segment here.
0: Yeah, yeah, Flower. I'm always down for that. Yeah, on okay. weigh-in day, let's talk about food. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> Hopefully, so no
0: fighters are listening.
1: I'm gonna throw something out there that I was thinking about. Okay, when you talk about like areas that have like lots of good food, dude, mm-hmm. Brookline Boulevard. Could hang with anyone now, so yeah,
0: which is crazy.
1: Feel me out. You got, you got the um, the, the the Mexican place. Uh, what's it called? Mm-hmm.
0: Las Palmas. Las Palmas.
1: Yeah. Then you got the gyro place, which everyone Peter Lynn. Mm-hmm. Everyone I talk to loves that place. I'm not a big gyro guy, but I hear that that place is phenomenal. You got Moonlight Cafe that everyone loves. Yep. And you have.
0: Oak Hill now. Post, yeah, which
1: is phenomenal, which I just had for the first time. And by the way, Oak Hill Post, in my opinion, if if you've never seen it, this is a free plug for them.
0: I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah,
1: Oak Hill Post has the best food. Like, uh, I'll challenge anyone to find a better one. I mean, maybe I haven't, just haven't seen a better one. Oak Hill Post, best Instagram food place in Pittsburgh. I, Look at I, this. I mean. It's just a bunch of yum.
0: The man doesn't speak lies. I will say, like this, their Instagram makes me hungry every single day. I debated unfollowing it just because of that. No, not really. But <laughs> look, like look at, I mean, look at this burger, man. That's that is literally
1: the best thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Uh, my mouth. You guys may have seen it. Like my mouth actually watered when I pulled yeah. that up. I'm like, like yeah, Pad yeah, really dogs really right now. Yeah. See but really I was on a, my face. I was on Troy Beck before that and this is the chicken guy. So this is one of the most unique situations. Like I I heard about Troy on Twitter and saw people raving about his chicken. And I was like, okay, where's he the chef? But he just is like, he just makes chicken. (laughs) This is going to sound so sketch. He makes the chicken and you just DM him to pick it up somewhere. You just meet him like wherever you guys agree to meet and pick up your chicken. But dude, like this is his Nashville hot sandwich on it's, like you mentioned Chick Fil A earlier, and I agree. Like Chick Fil A is pretty good. This is on a different planet than Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. Like, it
1: looks pretty ridiculous. I think I might have to stop there. No, there's no there. That's the weird dude, thing. Dude,
0: look at how, this. How, like
1: this is the guy. This is, reminds me of like a bookie.
0: Yeah, like 100. Hey, uh,
1: I got, I got. uh take this and this. Like it's on the down low. Like okay.
0: Yep. We'll, we'll exchange yep.
1: money in the in the alleyway.
0: Th- that's hilarious. What you had you had that. There's the tendies. I had the tendies I had yeah. I had this. I had 10 so when you order from him obviously it's not something you do like every day. So like when you order I try to go all out. Like so I got these. I got uh this, the Asian uh Asian chicken sandwich, got this, Korean barbecue chicken sandwich, got this, Nashville hot sandwich. So it's like we just had a we just had a chicken party at the house and ate like everything on his menu dude and it was all just unbelievable that sounds awesome um okay so i just named those oh and
1: there's like legit pizza places on brookland boulevard too so so what area like you can go with a freebie with the south side and like i'm talking like within a block or two in the south side like give me a square like a a square that has a better run than brooklyn boulevard right there
0: i don't i really don't think i can do it because you nailed so many things like there's obviously places that i think can compete and especially in the south side but like you said like streets on carson's one of my favorite i talk about that all the time Fatheads and dive bar are two more of my favorite like just straight up bar food but they're you can walk there, obviously, but that's a far, that's a height yeah, like that I, I mean,
1: like, there. so you're on 19, eight, between 18 and 19 for fatheads. Not, not that I've ever been there. Um, <laughs> but, like, so you'd have to have a two, like, a two-block square of, like, places that, you, like, there's, what, what's in it? Within two square blocks, you got the Burger King, you got
0: the, you got the, the- Brugger's bagels, like, dude yeah yeah there's there's some trash in between unfortunately but i mean i the like thing that... those
1: things but i'm saying like sure of course as far as like the eliteness of like like super good food like las palmas is ridiculous ridiculous yeah. mexican food
0: Maybe somewhere, maybe Squirrel Hill. I'm trying to think. Squirrel Hill's got some strong contender, but it's like mostly really high end Thai and Chinese food. Like it's a lot of Asian food, but there's a lot of good places. Right. Well, I, I'm Main gonna Street. have
1: to go there because I, there's Thai is my probably my favorite.
0: Dude, I here's a thai. sleeper. I'll get I'll give you a little sleeper for a really fun block in Pittsburgh. How about Verona? You got Berg Thai, right? Just downtown Verona Square. You've got Berg Thai. You've Where's got Verona? Austin- Dude, means, I, I, I do that. I kind of
1: know where it is, but...
0: It's like Oakmont. It's right outside Oakmont. Um, Verona, you've got Berg Thai, which for me is some of the best Thai food I've had in Pittsburgh. I think it's phenomenal. Off the Rails Barbecue, Oakmont Barbecue Company's new little location. They got great local beer, great barbecue. Then you've got Inner Groove Brewing, which yes, it's a brewery, but they always have food trucks that rotate and the food's always good out of the food Wait, truck. Wait,
1: so, so they don't have food in the brewery? They don't serve food? No.
0: No, they don't. Uh, they got food trucks outside. So yeah, you just walk good. outside, grab yeah, your food. Not, not, yeah. I don't know. I think a different be...
1: truck than what you were thinking of.
0: Exactly. But that's, the, that's even better. Right?
1: No, that's no. Because better. you might go there wanting, to, like, yeah, I yeah. want that food truck. And then you go sure, and it's pizza.
0: Sure, Fair, fair. And then there are two other little, like, divey bars in Verona that I hear are really good. But unfortunately, I've never been to either of them. There's also an Italian place that I hear is amazing. I think it's called Village Inn. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard the Italian there is mint too. So even the places that I haven't tried in Verona I've heard are really high quality, but I can one hundred percent vouch for the others. So it's that's a good be,
1: that's 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 a topic for um, the Facebook and and like tell us a stretch. What stretch in the Western PA Pittsburgh area mm-hmm. beats Brookline Boulevard food? And like we'll list yeah. all the Brookline Boulevard like greatness.
0: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a great, it's a great way in day discussion. I feel so bad if any fighter like tune in, they're like, oh my God. Okay, they're showing fi- pictures. Of, yeah. yeah,
1: fighters, this is what you can they're look not watching. forward to yeah. at tonight. Like, pick, yeah, your, exactly. pick your poison tonight.
0: Yeah, we'll run out and get you a Troy Beck chicken sandwich if you want to hook it up, Troy. Become the official chicken sandwich provider of 247 Fighting Championships.
1: Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we don't, Um, well, we don't really, yeah, I don't know. We, we had a pizza sponsor when we were at Prince Gate, but we, since, you know, um, Convention Center provides their own food, we, we haven't really been yeah. looking for food sponsors. true.
0: And but, we love food, man. Like, we freaking love food. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I'm off of keto right now, so watch out. Yeah, he's on the loose. Oak Hill Post
0: put me off of keto. We need to do the podcast live from Oak Hill Post, I think. Dude, how
1: about... Yeah, I agree. I agree, 100. I'm not, I'm dead serious. Um, how about? Oh, I lost my train of thought. See, I can't. I'm not. I can't do it's,
0: that. It's the carbs. The carbs are clouding your judgment. If you yeah. were on keto, you'd be you'd be sharp right now. There's
1: something clouding my judgment. I don't know if it's the <laughs> carbs. <laughs> All well, right.
0: Well, we've been rolling for like over an hour at this point. Yeah, we're boring people. So we really are. We got weigh ins. We got. A fight card happening tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. It's finally here. in the Berg 10, like we've talked about the whole card, all podcast. comma Worthy versus Jeremiah Scott at the top. A million other reasons to watch. It's going to be sick. We want you at the Monroeville Convention Center, of course. Tickets are available at 247fighting.com or day of the event. You can show up and get tickets at the door probably, but that's no guarantee. If you want to guarantee your seat, buy them now and – if you can't make it, we understand, like Ryan said, especially if you're supporting the out-of-town fighters. Order the pay-per-view, 247fighting.com slash PPV, and that'll get you the pay-per-view stream. You'll get to hear Ryan Cavanaugh and Luke Payson's amazing commentary the whole way through. You'll get the production elements. Like we said, we try to do things at a level that if it was the UFC, you would say this is, this is what we expect from a high-level production. This isn't some dude – facebook living from the audience on his phone like this is a real high level pay-per-view production um i think you guys would be impressed and i definitely think if you come to the show you'll be impressed like like you said there's just you can't replace that atmosphere and that feeling
1: and you gotta watch josh friend
0: tomorrow
1: (laughs) night or sunday night sunday night josh friend on you i think he's on fight pass i think it's on looking for a fight and it is a big opportunity for him and we could all cheer him on as he you know looks to take, looks to get an opportunity. I mean, the guy is a stud and he's a Pittsburgher. So don't, it's,
0: don't, don't forget to support him there. It sounds corny, but I'm glad you said that because like, we are really about support supporting local MMA and building the Western PA MMA community. Like we talk about it all the time, but that's no joke. Like we have Josh Framed, Of course we know him. We're, we're friends with him. We, we root for him and everything, but, we're not making money off Josh Fram. There's no there's no angle to us plugging Josh Fram. Other than that, we genuinely want to see him do well, want him to see the support. And, like, Cody Law, Stephen Mowry, Dalton Rasta, when they all won their last Bellator fights, you know, we had posts about that, congratulating that. Like, we genuinely want to see guys get to that level and succeed, and I think it's happening right now in Pittsburgh. We're really building this thing up, and that's kind of our mission here is just building up the local MMA scene, the gyms, the fighters. It starts with – Stuff like this, like supporting these shows, supporting these fighters when they're at the base level, when they're when they're in the basement working their way up like, man, this is how it happens. And we can we can feel it for sure on the inside. And we can't wait until it becomes even more prevalent all throughout Pittsburgh. Like in in short order, man, the MMA scene's going to be back where it was a few years ago when guys were going to the UFC and Bellator left and right. Like we're, we're getting there again and then we're going to keep pushing it past that point too this time. So it's super exciting.
1: We were supposed to be joined as well by a matchmaker to the stars, Jim Mooney. Um, uh, there's, it's obviously way in day, so there's there's things that need taken care of that took his attention away, and and um, we let him a- attend to those things. But hopefully, we'll have Jim on the on the podcast real
0: soon we'll have him back I, I hear like the comments are just blowing up with people saying why can't we see jim today we want to see jim's face yeah that's, th- i mean that's that really s- what the people demand
1: said nobody ever <laughs> we'll just have an audio portal now that's bad too i mean maybe we just won't have him on the podcast <laughs>
0: dude how no about, obviously
1: how about a mma fan cast when when uh when um uh, you heard edwin when edwin, edwin was yeah. on and he's like tell jim moody and blah 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 like
0: i don't know if you saw yeah. but he's, i did he's, he's freaking character. amazing well like he, we said edwin's amazing man He's there's great. no
1: one like edwin come watch him fight this weekend come watch comma come watch gavin come watch evan come watch you know all these pittsburgh fighters they're doing great things craig perry you got I don't want to leave anyone out now. I just rattled up a bunch
0: too of, many. of Cam Allgaier, or Justin Pat. Cam Patton.
1: Allgaier, Justin Pat. Like, it's awesome. And they're all matched in very competitive fights that um, they want tough fights. That's what you get yep. at 247.
0: Yeah, and like you said, we got to mention we we mentioned seven out of the eight guys. We can't leave the last one hanging. Julian Flannery, heavyweight amateur banger against Matt Vanderhoff, opening the show tonight. I opening with this kind of heavyweight fight. That's just, <laughs> yeah. that's 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 what it's all about.
1: We're letting the heavyweights set the tone, and trust me, these two are going They're to gonna. set the tone. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm so I'm so hyped, man! It's finally here. We got weigh-ins. Like I said, follow us on social media for all the updates. We're going to have weigh-in photos. We're probably going to go live from weigh-ins. Um, why not? Let, let's do this thing up the right way, and then we'll see everybody tomorrow at the Monroeville Convention Center. Freaking stoked! Go subscribe to the podcast too. Two four seven
1: <laughs> fighting dot com. That's right. uh, oh
0: Okay, ending it. I'm ending it before you get too out of control. Peace. See you guys soon.